Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of helping others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me feature amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together, we can all make a difference, and it begins with love, love from the hip. Soulmate, or split soul theory, is derived from the Heliopolis creation myth in the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Atum was a self-endangered god, a source of all elements and forces in the world. He was the one soul that two gods, Shu the air god and Tefnut, the god of moisture or rain, shared between them. After studying abroad in Egypt, Plato himself theorized his version of the soulmate theory. In his dialogue, The Symposium in 375 BC, Plato has Aristophanes present a story about soulmates. He states that humans were originally one body with one soul, four arms and four legs, one head with two faces. And fearful of their power, Plato claims Zeus split the humans into two bodies and two souls, condemning them to spend their whole lives in search of the other halves. Plato writes Aristophanes' account of the love between soulmates as satirical because he doesn't actually believe it to be true. The story describes that when a person meets their other half, there is a strong desire and an overwhelming urge to be together at every single moment. And these two people will strive to finish out the rest of their lives together without communicating what they want from each other because it isn't necessary. According to 20th century psychic and medical intuitive Edgar Cayce, a soulmate, contrary to popular belief, is not someone that is the other half or one that complements one but rather a relationship that aids in the spiritual growth of the individual and inevitable wholeness at the soul level. He explains that soulmates are drawn to each other for more of a purposeful experience than simply a physical or sexual attraction. Soulmates are often pulled towards each other in the present because they have been together in the past. Edgar Cayce believed there to be three steps in cultivating soulmate relationships. Step one is to learn to love and understand yourself. Basically, paying attention to the people we surround ourselves with and our emotional responses to them. The ones that give us the most emotional charge sheds light upon what we need to work on spiritually. The ones we greatly admire also lend something to learn. By seeing our weaknesses and strengths in others, we can understand our individuality more fully. Step two is establishing a spiritual ideal that can serve as a directional beacon. A spiritual ideal, Casey explained, as an appropriate intent. It is common for individuals who have continually experienced challenging or toxic relationships to get stuck in that pattern. And by becoming so used to that feeling, they continue to seek it out. To remedy this, Casey recommends creating patterns of behavioral responses firmly based on a spiritual ideal rather than previous modes of behavior. Instead of reacting to previous experiences, establishing a spiritual ideal enables an individual to act on a relationship furthering its potential in a more positive direction. Casey believed the final step for transforming relationships into soulmate relationships was to expect things to change so they could. Essentially, by maintaining an attitude of openness and allowing ourselves to change, evolve, and become whole, we could effectively heal our relationships. By definition, a soulmate is a person who is perfectly suited to another in temperament, or a person who strongly resembles another in attitudes or beliefs. This definition suggests someone that mirrors another, essentially someone that meets them where they are. This clearly contradicts the explanation of Edgar Casey, and it doesn't allow anyone room for growth, instead leaves one stagnant yet comfortable. And it is this comfortability or comfortable unhappiness that depicts many of the relationships of today, individuals wanting so badly for their wrong partner to be their soulmate despite the dwindling love. The whole notion of a soulmate implies that there is but one perfect match for each person in the world. But if we are hoping to continuously evolve and grow, that wouldn't that require different soulmates to assist us on each level of growth? Is it more accurate than to say we have more than one soulmate along the way, if any at all? Whatever you believe, I think you can still agree, we are all in search of love. And as Aristophanes said in Plato's dialogue, Love is born into every human being. It calls back the halves of our original nature together. It tries to make one out of two and heal the wound of human nature. But maybe we are all too quick to search for love from another, placing all our bets on a soulmate to fill the void or to fix us. I have no doubt that love can fix us or heal our wounds. 
but it needs to come from us to us first. Today, I have the pleasure of having author of Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, healthcare practitioner, and international relationships and intimacy expert Ryan Keyes on my show. He will share his journey as well as his knowledge on soulmates, love, and relationships. And later on the show, we will open up the phone line so he can assist you revolving anything around soulmates, love, and relationships. So stick around after this quick break. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way for just $65. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today, I have the pleasure of having author of Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, healthcare practitioner, and international relationships and intimacy expert, Ryan Keyes, on my show. Hey, Ryan, thanks for joining us today. Hey, how's it going? Good. And where are you joining us from? I'm in Santa Barbara, okay, California. All right. It's like a, a, a beautiful bubble. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's what I've heard. Right, well, hey, uh, I want to wish you a happy early birthday. Thank you. Yes, tomorrow. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. So 22? Uh, right, exactly. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Multiple times. Multiple times. There you go. Well, how would you define a soulmate? Um, well, the definition of a soulmate is very interesting because the way that language has kind of um, evolved, I think it limits the concept. So I look at it from, there's two advantage points. A soulmate actually is anyone and everyone that is intermixed with you because we're all kind of like part of a bigger collective, a bigger soul. Um, but there are people that cross your path that are more on purpose. So I call it when you're living with purpose and you finally find the person that's your divine purpose, that would be what people equate like as maybe your soulmate partner or your twin flame, whatever the term is they want to feel comfortable saying. Mm -hmm. But it's when you are finding your purpose or when you're getting ready to embark on your purpose, generally that person can cross your path. It may or may not work at that point, but it uh, the seed is planted. Um, but the proverbial soulmate, I would say, maybe soul match would be a better word. Um, mating and matching. Um, when someone is entering your field, like a friend or a parent, they're actually part of your soul family. So it's, they're all, they're all kind of in that realm. Mm -hmm. um, but when you talk about a lover or uh, someone that's going to expand your relationship consciousness, I would say it's people that are helping you live more on purpose because they're pushing you or pulling you or assisting you or being part of the path as you grow as a soul. Okay. So you would actually say then that soulmate can also be platonic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a, in fact, I've, I have plenty of people that are soulmates that are platonic that uh, even ex-girlfriends that we are soulmates and we have such a great relationship of support that it's much better than when we were dating. Okay. Right. <laughs> much, much better. <laughs> so does it mean then that we are evolving each time we meet a different soulmate? Um. I would say yes. It Well, what we're doing is we're kind of unlearning our limitations and we're learning more about um, our our inner knowing. Okay. So yes, it, it unlocks, uh, imagine like you're like the little Russian doll, right? So it unlocks different layers within, within yourself. So all of it is designed to get to the heart of God, which is inside of you already. Mm -hmm. um, at least that's my perspective. Okay. And how many soulmates then do you believe we can have? Um... As far as like, um, you mean like dating people, like how many, or like yeah, relationships? Yeah, relationships. Well, it, it, here's the thing. It could be one for your whole life. Like I've worked in nursing homes and I've sat down and talked to 70 year old people that tell me about the relationship that lasted a lifetime, that notebook. Um, mm -hmm. 
then like my case, you know, I was a little bit of a promiscuous uh, Hollywood bachelor. So I, I was like, I was searching for soulmates everywhere. So um, I would say that the number isn't uh, necessarily the, the what's going to, to matter. It's more of the, the knowledge you gain. Um, you can meet one person and gain the world, or you can meet the world and only gain one person. Okay. All right. But essentially, you do believe then that we will all meet at least one soulmate in our lifetime, whether platonic um, or romantic. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. I believe that one. you will always meet one person that is kind of like your huckleberry, right? That yeah. will be with you through thick or thin. Whether you're in a um, sexual relationship with them or not, um, they will be that person that you disrobed all of your insecurities with and you just dove into a deeper level like of cohabitation. I do think that there is that there's that that whole term twin flame, which is a little bit more, um, it appears a lot of people are meeting mirrors, right? They're mm-hmm. meeting themselves okay. on, on almost like across the table. And just like we are learning that um, someone that's exactly like you may not be actually good for you, because the same strengths, the same weaknesses are going to kind of you know, it's going to compromise the entire integrity of the relationship. Right. So there is that part. There is kind of like I call it a, uh, uh, like the calling of your consciousness, like where someone meets you and they reach into the ether and they pull out information within you that evolves you. And generally the person that they're getting you ready for is going to be very similar to them. Maybe same birthday, maybe same look, maybe same city or whatever it is. And it's a preparatory phase. Okay. It's almost like you made a soul contract with them or soul agreement to say, hey, can you set me up for this person so I can understand myself better? So I'm on purpose. Now I'm living my divine purpose. And when I meet that person on my path, we're very equal. We're, we're very synonymous. We're independently um, codependent, right? We're, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we're, we're dependent on each other being an independent structure, but supported together. Okay. So that kind of answers my next question, because I wanted to ask oh. you what the difference is between a soulmate and a twin flame. So are you yeah. are you saying that a twin flame just mirrors us? Um, in, in some ways. I mean, it, the thing is, is that a lot gets lost in translation, even right. with Plato. <laughs> um, you know, I think we're, we're in territory where we're starting to learn new information about all things. And a lot of the things that we have been shown or, or gone through this old information, it served a purpose for a certain time period. So I think even Plato's rendition served a purpose for where we were, but things are changing rapidly. Mm -hmm. Um, We're getting more information across the board. We're elevating our own, like, I I don't know, like I did a talk yesterday or the day before about how a man could perceive sexuality when it comes to a woman. And that is shifting that value, that uh, vulnerability is increasing. And, um, so a twin flame would be, ideally, I guess they say the twin flame is one soul split into two, but then when you back away a little bit from that situation for a bigger picture, we're all kind of one soul. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a layer, a layer or another level. And um, But there's many people that will encounter what they believe is to be a twin flame experience, but it propels them into a state of understanding and they meet their divine partner, which is different. Because a partner is someone that's living and, and breathing and being beside you by choice on purpose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not somebody that's just thrown into your cart and you're just like, oh, wait. It's like if you were shopping, you walk around the store and somebody's just throwing vegetables into your cart and you're like, yeah, but that apple, what's wrong with that apple? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are, it's somebody that actually you get to select or they select you and you know this is, this is it. And it, was it selected then prior to coming into this lifetime? Is that what you believe? Um. Well, if you think about free will, free will would have to be somewhat agreed upon first so that we could all entertain free will. Otherwise, someone's free will would be compromised by what I want. Mm-hmm. So it would have to be a series of agreements that's kind of orchestrated. I think even Edgar Casey was talking about that. Right. It's kind of a notion of uh, um, kind of a collaborative effort that we made to experience certain levels. Like I refer to the uh, dark angels, right? right? The dark angels that come and bring us awareness actually dove deeper down into the darkness so that we could see the light a little bit more. Okay. It's just all perception. Yeah. All right. Well, I hate to interrupt you, but remember, everyone, this is a live show. So if you would like to ask Ryan for advice and intuition on your personal love life, then call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527 after this quick break. Peach Fuzz is great. 
if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Hey everyone, I'm Haley. And I'm Megan, and we host Sage Sisters Podcast. We're former sorority bitches who have turned into wellness witches. Behind us are the days of college parties, Seattle bar hopping, and random happy hours. Now we're seeking the secrets of true wellness and self-care. Every Friday, we release new episodes chronicling our exploration of alternative energy healing modalities, spiritual wellness, and intuitive development. You can find us by searching Sage Sisters wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can download and subscribe to our episodes on iTunes and Spotify. We've both found incredible healing through multiple forms of energy work and want to spread the love. So look up Sage Sisters Podcast and join in on your own spiritual wellness exploration. Download and subscribe to Sage Sisters Podcast. And if you like, throw us a rating and review on iTunes. And don't forget, go sage yourself. At Madsen Medical Spa, our goal is a healthy, beautiful you. We're a full-service medical spa, but our focus is educating people on maintaining health and wellness. We're excited to announce a new addition to our menu, Nootropic Popular Beverage. This magical drink formulation alleviates unnecessary snacking while keeping you focused and alert throughout your day. It satisfies your hunger, renews your energy, enhances your mood, diminishes aches and pains. Essentially, it makes you happy. And who doesn't want to be happy? Patients have already been raving about Nootropic Popular Beverage. They've elevated their mood while losing inches in the process. It's safe, natural, fast, and effective. Drink happy, feel happy. Nootropic Popular Beverage, happiness in a cup. Available at happytoelevate.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-T-O-E-L-E-V-A-T-E.com. Or call 206-234-9188. Warning, you may feel happy. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. URAskinandmind.com. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune right in here every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Love from the Hip. And today I have the pleasure of having author of Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, healthcare practitioner, and international relationships and intimacy expert Ryan Keyes on my show. And if you would like to ask Ryan for his advice and intuition on your personal love life, then don't hesitate to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Ryan, before the break, you were actually defining soulmate, and I believe that you kind of go with Edgar Cayce, but popular belief is that soulmate completes us. So, right. yeah. So how do we overcome that? Um, well, if I could just read one quote, it's from my book. I picked it out as Apollo Coelho. Okay. It's from his book, 11 minutes. And it says anyone who's in love is making love the whole time, even when they're not. Um, so it's kind of like, so that quote opens up the soulmate potential. And if you can begin to understand, um, like if somebody's looking for love, when he says uh, anyone who's is in love is making love the entire time, even when they're not. So if you don't have love in your life right now, um, you're still making love to the person that you're going to meet in how you make your life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the soulmate is um, kind of a looking glass on how you're perceiving love, but if you're not looking with the eyes of love, you won't see it. Okay, that makes sense. And then right. also the self-love, right? You're yes. continuously loving yourself. Important. Yeah. And, and literally self-love is self-acceptance because, you know, that means you have to also love the parts that you don't like. 
Right. And you, you essentially believe that we are complete. I do believe we're complete. I mean, I've, I've, I've passed away twice. (laughs) So um, I never felt invalidated when I went to the other side. I I do believe that um, we are whole bodies, whole beings, and we're living in, and if we come to the experiences that, then we're never going to have the ache and the hurt that, and the fear that someone could take that from us or hurt us with it. Mm. Because most relationships, like we had talked about, look really good on paper, but they still have the potential to hurt you or to take from you. And that's because of scarcity. And scarcity is because you're coming from a place of feeling incomplete. Okay. So what are the steps then you believe we need to take in order to meet our soulmate? Well, the first part is, like I say in my book, you have to understand when you invite someone to dinner, who's sitting down at the table? And not only them, but you, right? Mm -hmm. And I say that if you're going to invite them into your proverbial emotional spiritual house, you wouldn't invite them into your house and it's a mess, right? So there's a lot of different avenues and areas that you can begin to attune yourself. Obviously, there's multiple ways to start. We could list tons, but the first would be to start to understand by writing a list of what you desire and what you need, because desires and needs are two different things. You, you develop and you know, well, okay, I might desire a supermodel, but do I need one? Because I might need somebody that's actually going to support me and I don't want the attention of a supermodel. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. um, Or if I'm like loving playing video games and I'm living on the sofa, I don't know that I'm going to call out for that Miss IFPB Arnold Schwarzenegger champion. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, so I need to have a reality, a realistic basis and write that down. So, but when you are um, signing the contract for that car and you start reading all the fine print, then it takes a different perspective. Right. Okay. Just seeing it. So all we don't fine print you. our lives very often. Okay. All right. So really getting to know yourself and um, going on a date with yourself, you know, understanding what do you really like? Uh, also getting in tune. Why are you going to offer somebody up a, a, um, a part of you that is not at your best. Mm-hmm. If you believe you want someone that's offering their best, you should meet them in the middle. So it requires a complete embodiment of this desire. Okay. And so essentially also you're actually becoming more comfortable with who you are, your mm-hmm. individuality. More comfortable? Right. Yeah. You're 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 embracing and and you're looking at your weaknesses and your strengths. You don't focus on your weakness, you focus on your strength, because the focus on your weakness is actually going to pull you away from your strength. Mm, mm-hmm. So I do that a lot when people are having issues. We don't focus on fixing necessarily what is broken. We build up what's already working good. Okay. Because once you get the momentum of understanding your good parts, your good aspects, it does give you the strength to break through. And when you can break through, you're entering a new perspective. It's like if you're watching me from the front versus watching me from like 10 feet away on the left. Mm-hmm. So you change your perception by changing your position. Okay. All right. And if I'm strong and I go to what I'm strong with, you know, like if I'm an athlete, I'm going to be like, okay, so I'm going to go to the athletic parts that I'm great at. I know I'm good at. So I'll start embodying those. And then maybe I'll look for someone that's more athletic. Um, and, and you find commonalities, you find what are your true interests? Like there's a lot of women that I've met that they're in relationships and they're very esoteric. They're very spiritual in nature. They're very much interested in those type of metaphysical things. And the person that they've selected is not, Mm -hmm. and has no inclination in that, in that at all. And generally it's because the relationship began with a piece of paper by saying, oh, well, they look good there. And, you know, hey, it's, I need to do it. I'm getting, I'm 25 years old. I need to get to work on this family. And they really didn't select someone based on knowing themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. But don't you also feel that some of those women and men too feel that they can impose a change on the person? And what do you say to yeah, that? You can't change people. Yeah. Right. You're not supposed, it's not our job to change people. Mm-hmm. It's our job to expand our own self. Yeah, it was there. There's a phrase, I think the Dalai Lama said it. If you change yourself, you change the world. Right. Okay. And so really what you're saying is we should date ourselves first. You definitely should. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's funny. I have people actually go out on a real physical date by themselves. Oh, people yeah. really don't want to do that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to do. Absolutely. Yeah, they're like, I don't want to sit in the movies by myself. I'm like, but you are by yourself when you're in the movies. If you're with somebody you don't like, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How well, many people are in a relationship right now where they're feel alone? Right. So what's the difference? 
Exactly. That's what Robin Williams said, right? Yeah. He said that the loneliest thing is to be in a room crowded and you feel alone. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, Ryan, we have a caller, so let's go ahead and take Christina from Auburn. Christina, are you there? I am, yes. Hi, Christina. Thanks for calling in. What Hi, is, thank you. Yeah, what is your question for Ryan? Well, you were talking about soulmates and whatnot and, mm-hmm. or transplants. I know that the, the man that I married is, is my person. However, okay. everybody changes. How do you keep that flame going? As much as I know that I'm with him and that is, that's my person and I know that's my person, how do you keep that flame going with one another? Especially when everybody is growing in two separate ways and everybody wow. changes every seven years. Well, um, most of the time, actually, we don't change every seven years. We think we do. We, we, we um, pull away from what we were and that's construed as change. But you have to go back to when you first met, right? You have to go back to the things that brought you together. And I would venture to say, if you did, there's a lot that's happened, obviously, a lot of water under the bridge, whether it's children or whatever, but you have to start dating again. Um, you have to, it's almost as if you never stopped dating. Um, even when you say it's my person, you have to say, well, this is, the per- this is my purpose. This is the person that's living on purpose with me. And you start developing that purpose together. So maybe pick something that you two have in common that you can strive for. And that will in itself also kind of build up a side passion, which will increase the relationship bond. But really, it's you got to start dating again. You have to make time. And I know it's difficult. Like I've heard many people say, you know, I've got children, I've got this and everything. But you have to make time to date, to dance, to go out, to be in a special place with each other. Um, the, the, the part of the quote that, uh, Paula Coelho continues with, he says, um, even when they're not, when two bodies meet, it's just the cup overflowing. They can stay together for hours, even days. They begin the dance one day and finish it the next with a pleasure that they can experience that will never finish. No 11 minutes for them. So even in, in sex, not to be blunt, but about it, but no, yeah. you have to, you have to begin to be experimental to explore that and from a new state like a lot of times men and that's the they lose passion and we mm-hmm. have to date we have to dive back into the be the you have to revive that beautiful sexy woman that set it up when you were in the beginning and he has to revive that that night that came in on the white horse and said hey i'm here and in but it does take two people that's the difficult part you could make the decision all day long but if he's not on the same page it's difficult but if right, he loves right. you will be willing to let go of his insecurities because that's what's holding him back, right? And you can move it. Like I pulled a hexagram for you really quick. It's hexagram nine. You can look it up later. It's about gentle restraint and having small successes. And it's basically saying that if you do something, no matter what you do, look at the little fruits along the way and start to reward yourself with small little places and little nudges. Um, And literally time and finding what love language you speak like if your love language of service and he's more of like a touch if he likes to be praised etc and you start meeting in the middle and have very open conversations um, communication is the easiest way to bring a relationship back to to center point and okay. then and you said hexagon nine uh hexagram nine yeah hexagram nine okay. uh-huh. you can google it yeah all right. All right. Well, thank you very much. I truly appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Christina. Have a good day, you guys. You too. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. But remember, this is a live show. If you would like to ask Ryan anything about love, relationships, or soulmates, then call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527 after this quick break. On this weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about how being in love affects your skin. Having that glow while in love or the love glow actually has a lot of truth to it. The reason being, when we are in love, we produce more oxytocin, which essentially is the hormone of love. It is often referred to as the attachment hormone, or as I like to call it, foxytocin. Of course, this hormone is not only related to a romantic love, but also one between a person and their pet, or even a person and their parent, for example. Oxytocin is said to be responsible for reducing some of the inflammatory responses that slow healing, which means the more oxytocin, the more radiant your skin will appear. 
Oxytocin also lowers the body's stress hormone, or cortisol, which tends to have quite a negative effect on the skin. Increased cortisol lends to an increased inflammation, which can unfortunately break down collagen as well as decrease the skin's natural hydrator called hyaluronic acid. Increased cortisol levels also enhance dark circles and enlarge blood vessels. Not to mention, when you are stressed and in the fight or flight mode, your skin is the last to receive direct blood flow, which leads to poor circulation. Basically, heightened cortisol levels take away that healthy glow. University of North Carolina conducted a study and found that when couples hugged, they had higher levels of oxytocin. Also, it was discovered that when couples spent time apart, their cortisol levels heightened. So the key then to maintaining that healthy skin glow is to be in love. To increase your oxytocin or your foxytocin, of course, managing your stress while doing so. The only downside of the love glow is the increased smile lines and potential wrinkles due to all that happiness. Fortunately, this can be treated with serums. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. Let me know how I am doing. Today, I have the pleasure of having author of Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, healthcare practitioner, and international relationships and intimacy expert, Ryan Keyes, on my show. And if you would like to ask Ryan for his advice and intuition on your personal love life, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Ryan, I wanted to ask you, how do we distinguish between forcing someone to be our soulmate or our twin flame and them being a wrong person altogether? Well, a, a couple of avenues with that is is that uh, the mental state of where you're at, right? So I've encountered several people that, if especially the twin flame soulmate situation, you really need acknowledgement from the other person where both parties agree that this is something. If you don't have acknowledgement, like I've had people cross my path and be like, oh yeah, you're my twin flame. I'm like, no, I'm actually not. Mm, <laughs> so okay. it, you, you need acknowledgement. There has to be that level of acknowledgement in anything in life, right? All right. It's... Um, and then you also would want to know that it's going to be a relationship that's going to evolve, it's going to grow, it's going to help you live on a better purpose. And it's maybe facing some fears, but it won't be completely fracturing lives. Okay. It's not like this, if it's a relationship that's going to end in um, disaster, probably it's not something that's like designed for you necessarily to elevate your experience. So, you know, there's a couple of ways you could look at it. And if it's something that creates fixation within you, I would say if it's bringing in an addictive nature, then it actually could be a distraction that's just supporting your already distracted nature to not face your fear. Okay. All right. That's good. Well, let's go ahead. We have another caller on the line. Let's go ahead and take, is it Naga from New Jersey? Naga, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Sakura. Hi, Hi there. What's, you, what's your question for Ryan? I um, Before even I ask a question, can I just say about his book that I've read his book and his book is actually amazing. <laughs> and anybody who is actually listening to this, um, anybody and everybody, I think they should uh, give this amazing man a chance and just go ahead and read his book because his book breaks down like every chapter. He brings up so many important questions yeah. um, on how to you know, what you're looking for, what you're searching for, what you really even need uh, in your partner or a relationship. I think many people are actually missing that. Mm -hmm. And that is the main important aspect. That's why so many people are suffering with heartbreaks and, you know, broken relationships. Right. And uh, I think his, his book is uh, amazing. I mean, Yes. Wow. Well, thanks. And, uh, thanks for sharing that. Sure, you didn't. This is not planted. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you so, much. so, what? What's um, What's the question you wanted to ask? 
I, I, I actually do not have a personal question, oh, but okay. I have a question, like, you know, um, um, in a much larger aspect, in the sense, um, as I said, like, this, this is a highly complicated, yet uh, very easy, everything comes very easy for this society, so everything is, like, quickies, like, getting a date, um, getting laid, or getting hooked up, like, you know, one night stand, everything is, like, quick, quick, quick. Um, so people are actually missing the point of, you know, they don't even know what they want in life, like mm-hmm. in relationships right. or, you know, mm-hmm. in a partner. So how can we as bring a collective awareness in this society um, to, you know, um, uh, let them know that these cookies do not work anymore? I mean, relationships do take a lot of work. Um, well, so I, I believe that. So if you're asking how can we make it make um, enable society to be a better serve itself, I would have to say um, stop. Uh, we have to stop thinking that we're singularities. We have to stop thinking that we're separate and understand that all of us are we're awakened and we are all conscious and we're we're participating in creating the this collective experience knowingly. And even when we don't know it, we're still doing it. And that, so once you embody this new uh, ideology, or once you start looking at things through the status of compassion and love, it will change. It's inevitable. It, it just, and you believe that everything that you do in your life is making a difference on a dynamic scale and stop thinking that it's just what me against the world. It's not, you are the world. So it's, it's literally shifting from being a singular person and believing from the context that your decision-making process is the experience that all of us are doing. Imagine for one moment that you are the creator and manifester of all the world that we live in right now. Your world is our world, and we are reliant on you to make this decision and to go about your day in a state of love all the time. And that means even when you mess up, you still you, you say, I messed up, but let me acknowledge that and then co-create that back to the experience where I can learn from it. And, and enjoy life and it will change it's inevitable it's 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 it, it seems like maybe it's not happening but it is mm-hmm. awesome yeah uh, can i can i actually ask one more question or is it just one person per person yeah we were trying to keep it one-to-one but if it's quick go ahead <laughs> i just wanted uh, to know from ryan when you're building a new relationship like a new foundation um how much is too slow or how much is too fast? Hmm. Um, well, if they are trying to sleep with you on the first date and it's against your will, that's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you go. Know, it's like it, whenever you feel discomfort or you feel as if you want to say no, it's too fast. Um, okay. It's going to be paced with with your own personal uh, perspective. If you feel pushed at any in any area, it's your aspect trying to either self-sabotage by allowing someone into your field that you're not ready for. So you're trying to shut down your, your broad search for love or you're, you're doing that for them possibly, or it's just that we've been conditioned in a two dimensional experience with our phones that everything has to happen now. So, you know, just take a breath, pull back and say, Oh yeah, I need some space. There's nothing wrong in the world with telling people you need some space. Hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Naga. Have a great evening. Thank you. You too. too. So she brought up a good point as also just being true to yourself, right? That will help you determine how fast or how slow your relationship should go. Exactly. And and that's uh, that's the part I think many young women will face and many young men will face the peer pressure. Right. Um, And I know that it it had started a lot when I was in high school and then when I was in my 20s, but... Um, we have to have be secure in our decision-making process and, and really our individuality. Mm. We're part of the collective. We're part of the great grand design. But if you don't want to, don't. Mm-hmm. You know? okay. and, and generally, if it resonates deep within your gut, within your belly, it's it's put there for a great reason. Okay. And don't you find, too, that the pace of the relationship is also kind of defined by whether or not you know what you want? I mean, we all know mm-hmm. what we don't want, but maybe focusing more on what we do want. You see, and that's where we were talking about just a minute ago. Like, I don't focus on someone's weaknesses, right? I focus right. on their strengths and supporting those. So a lot of relationships, why is it that like every time I have someone call me or coach, they're like talking about everything that's negative about it. I'm like, well, what's positive? Because if there's not anything positive, you need to move on. Right. 
And that makes sense. So there should be more positives in the relationship than negatives. Mm -hmm. And if there's not, ask yourself, well, why am I in this place? Why? Like somebody was like, I'm in a toxic relationship. And I asked them, and I said, I go, why? <laughs> why? Because uh -huh. there's no amount of love in your life that val validates or verifies you should be in a toxic situation. Right. You know, right. Don't cross the, the traffic with a blindfold on. Uh -huh. you know, yeah. Be aware. Okay. So what happened to you to put you on your spiritual path today? Um, a lot of things. Uh, I guess you're talking about when I was 21, when I got my face crushed. Yeah. 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 Um, well, uh, it's interesting because I had a near-death experience. I, um, the, the irony is, is I got picked to be a model and I was going to be moving to New York. And I was intermittently going through some tragedy. My father had lost his job. And we were living in, in a city on the East Coast. And I went out one night and I saw a situation and I decided to help out. And the girl that was getting um, beaten up, um, I didn't know uh, that I couldn't stop it with anything but my face. Uh -huh. So as I leaned in and just got, you know, I got the life knocked out of me, literally. Jeez. And um, then I went through a period of a year and a half of recovery. It crushed the whole right side of my face. I went through 12 and a half hours of surgery and had to learn to really speak again, how to, to see again. I had, I went through traumatic post-traumatic stress disorder a lot. So I learned through rapid eye movement and, uh, emotional freedom technique, EFT mm -hmm. and meditation and all these different liberating skills, which put me onto this path, right? Okay. Um, how to associate and how to bring myself back to a state where I was confident and secure myself. And, um, it was very interesting yeah. uh, seeing the other side. And and loving yourself again. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I imagine there was a period of time where you didn't even want to look at yourself. Yeah. And then, and, you know, my dad died uh, during that time. Oh, boy. Um, months after. And the interesting thing is because I was abused by my father as a child. Mm. And we got to face that and address that in my most vulnerable state. And we found forgiveness at that point, which I wish a lot of people could. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he died. Wow. So it's it was a, needed. it was what he needed. It was what I needed. Yeah. And I would have gone through the face incident just to, to go through that again. Wow. Um, so it shows you that everything does have a point and purpose in your life, even if it seems miserable, even if it seems distraught, mm -hmm. if you keep going, the information that you're supposed to get will come forward with it. Yeah. Everything has purpose. Well, well you've been through some stuff yourself. So, yes, I, mean, you I know, have. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It, yeah. The, uh, when I say I'll see you on the other side, I mean, I don't just mean like the, the afterlife. I mean, the other side of whatever you're going through as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, I All can right. agree with that. Well, I hate to interrupt you, but we're going to have sure. to take another quick break. But before I do so, I want to mention that Ryan would also like to give away his book to a lucky listener. So the first person to call in during this break can score a free copy of Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates. So make sure to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527 and leave your name and mailing address with Eric. Want a more youthful figure no matter what age? Find answers at Madsen Medical Spa. Allow doctors Aaron and Paul to help you eliminate your frustration with weight management. Say no, no to yo-yo, diets, and exhausting exercise grinds. Madsen Medical Spa will do the heavy lifting for you and coach you all the way through to your ideal weight. We offer the latest and greatest in body sculpting and body contouring lasers and devices, high quality nutritional supplements and meal replacements, as well as mindful practices. We will treat the inside to treat the outside, and it's all personal tailored for you. Men and women, drop inches, not just pounds, and see a healthy, beautiful you. Consultations are free. Results are priceless. Log on to MadsenMedSpa.com. That's M-A-D-S-E-N MedSpa.com. Or call 425-656-8008. That's 425-656-8008. Get the shape you want this summer. Become a healthier, more beautiful you. Hey everyone, I'm Haley. And I'm Megan, and we host Sage Sisters Podcast. We're former sorority bitches who have turned into wellness witches. Behind us are the days of college parties, Seattle bar hopping, and random happy hours. Now we're seeking the secrets of true wellness and self-care. Every Friday, we release new episodes chronicling our exploration of alternative energy healing modalities, spiritual wellness, and intuitive development. You can find us by searching Sage Sisters wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can download and subscribe to our episodes on iTunes and Spotify. 
We've both found incredible healing through multiple forms of energy work and want to spread the love. So look up Sage Sisters Podcast and join in on your own spiritual wellness exploration. Download and subscribe to Sage Sisters Podcast. And if you like, throw us a rating and review on iTunes. And don't forget, go sage yourself. Taking care of your skin's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of having author of Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, healthcare practitioner, and international relationships and intimacy expert, Ryan Keyes, on my show. So, Ryan, before the break, you were sharing your story, and thank you for that. Um, And you were mentioning forgiveness. So... Mm -hmm. How essential is forgiveness in meeting your soulmate or soul match? Well, it, it's essential in the fact of it gives you the tools to be able to evolve. If, if you do meet them and you still have a lot of baggage, which a lot of us do, right? <laughs> it gives you the ability to um, foster the trust and vulnerability necessary to bring that relationship to a higher place. Um, and I think forgiveness in that sense, the essence of forgiveness is finding the value that was given to you, no matter the circumstance, like me being abused, I had to go to a place where I was able to find from a different perspective that, uh, the love in it mm-hmm. and the ability to love through it and, um, not to harbor hatred or not to harbor bitterness or to seek karmic retribution, because that puts me into the same place that would be a victimizer. Right. right. So to, to be open to not enabling the same condition to collaborate my efforts to live my life. So it's leaving all victimization behind because the most subtle egotistical aspect is when you're a victim, because that is the ego still striving to keep structure Hmm. and to move through that. And to, I I, like, I I think I told you the break, like I like to see everyone as a dark angel that came and they went down in that deep cave and they took me with them. But the (laughs) beauty was, is I learned so much when I went there and I still climbed back out and they stayed there. So they went further away from the God source energy so that I could learn and bring back information for all of us and the collective Mm. for the communal consciousness that is us. And without them, I would not be where I am today. If my father hadn't been part of that, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have helped all these other people. Nor, And if these people hadn't been in that state, I wouldn't have experienced what it feels like to be a healer. Yeah. Again, we're all connected. Right? Yeah. So what's your next project you're working on? Um, I'm super excited because I am working on, in my next working title is Vulnerability is the Ultimate Alpha Trait. So I'm really diving back into the chakra system and when the kundalini raises and bringing it back down into the earth to support um, a type of sacred sexuality, which will increase passion at all points in the relationship even when you're just thinking about the person and will give men the ability to, to finally break the physical barrier and to emotionally be there mm-hmm. and not to be so self-reliant on external things, but to really internalize themselves and to, to, to allow the true support that comes from that feminine masculine bond. Okay. And that's my, my, that's my, my brainchild, my baby. <laughs> <Right? laughs> that's exciting. Sacred sexuality is, is so important. Yeah. We're missing so much in life when it comes to that. Okay. Well, and where do you hope to grow from here? Um, I've talked about, I've thrown around maybe doing some retreats and workshops. Um, I ha- have in certain information that I'm bringing out. I'm not going to charge for even at a workshop. Oh. So I'm trying to, yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to, I'm going to believe that source will provide that God or source will provide for that effort because information is all of ours. 
And um, I would love to be able to, to not charge at all for anything. Right. Okay. But obviously, I have to be able to eat. So Right. <laughs> so, and how can my listeners follow you or contact you since you're on the topic of the donations? Um, well, I have rankies.com. And uh, so I have everything there on my site. Uh, I do guided meditations. I have the book. I have all kinds of different stuff. And then I'm super excited because in order to fund some of the stuff I do, I created that conscious clothing, right? The Upbeat Buddha brands. Yeah, <laughs> so, tell us more about that. Um, I, well, I'm a graphic designer too, and I love designing. So I brought a little sense of humor with consciousness. So it's called UpbeatBuddha.com. Okay. That's what I go by on, on YouTube. But um so it's like, like I'll have just own it is one of the shirts I'm wearing today. Or I have uh, this one that has a heart and a snow globe and it says, shake it, don't break it. <laughs> it's like, Wonderful. That's my, yeah, I love, I love to mix humor and spirituality. This, and to bring that, because for love and laughter to mix, ah, that's so good. Yeah. How wonderful. And then the, uh, the other side of it too, is you're a healthcare practitioner yes. and you're working in the, den- the dental world. In the dental world, yes, yeah. I, I provide all kinds of uh, in-office care, and then I also go to work with uh, beautiful retirees and people in like um, uh, mental care facilities. Um, I, I have a lot of lovely old people that I work with that are, that are aging, saging. I call it saging. So they're <laughs> into the next uh, next realm. So I do help them cross over in some ways. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, because I've, I've I've crossed over twice, so I've seen the other side, and I've seen even the new Earth, which is kind of interesting. Okay. And so what's the message you have to share with everyone? Um, don't believe the first thing you see when you cross the other side. Uh, sometimes that light is just uh, your ego trying to find the easy way out. Sit, meditate, practice meditation, because don't be afraid of the dark. We're so uh, eager to go towards just the first light we see, and perhaps that's just the birthplace of coming back here. And if you want to elevate into the next level of learning school, maybe sit and wait for the voice of God. Okay. All right. Well, thanks again for being here today. Sure. Yeah. It's my pleasure. And thank you, Eric, my fabulous producer. And also, thanks again, Ryan, for giving away your book. I really appreciate it. And you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook. And subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as my podcast on Podcast One, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And if you really love the show and are interested in supporting it through advertising, or if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love from the Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A Skin and Mind. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.